Murder is not just a crime, it's a major public health problem. In 2017 alone, there were 464,000 recorded victims of homicide globally. At a rate of well over 1,000 unlawful killings per day, deaths by homicide far exceeded the 89,000 killed in armed conflicts and the 26,000 victims of terrorism. Some 87,000 women and girls were intentionally killed in 2017, of which 50,000 were killed by intimate partners or other family members. Some parts of the world are more badly affected than others. Across the Americas, the number of murders is consistently high. In some countries in Latin America, the homicide rate is 50 times that of Western Europe and is a leading cause of death, especially among young adults. Meanwhile, there's been a significant increase in knife killings among the 800 offences initially recorded as murder in Great Britain and Northern Ireland in recent years, despite an overall gradual reduction in homicides in Europe. The United Nations definition of homicide is unlawful death inflicted upon a person with the intent to cause death or serious injury. In UK law, the offence of murder, as opposed to manslaughter, is committed when a person of sound mind unlawfully kills any reasonable creature under the Queen's peace with intent to kill or cause serious bodily harm. Why do people kill? Most homicides involve extremes of normal, or at least understandable, mental states, such as anger, rage, impulsivity, fear or jealousy. But there can be a fine line between these states and mental disorder at the time of a killing. In psychotic homicide, there are mental state changes well outside the standard range. This usually involves a killer who has completely lost contact with reality and been pitched into the delusions and hallucinations of psychosis. This situation is most commonly seen in schizophrenia, a serious mental illness. Globally, around 0.5% of the population live with a diagnosis of schizophrenia, but they account for somewhere between 6 and 11% of homicides. In other words, according to one major study, this group have a 19-fold increased risk of committing homicide. The vast majority of people with schizophrenia are far more likely to be the victims of violence or self-harm than they are to injure others, and it's important that people suffering with mental illness are not stigmatised by the violent behaviour of the few. But the increase in risk can't be ignored, as, in contrast to the overall decline in homicide numbers, the number of homicides by those with schizophrenia has risen. London's Metropolitan Police solve around 90% of their murder cases, compared to around 60% solved by police forces in many cities in the USA, partly because New Scotland Yard has specialist homicide teams that are given substantial resources to investigate murder cases. Although with street-based and gang-related killings, the reluctance of some witnesses to speak out presents an increasing challenge. Another reason for the impressive clear-up rate is that homicides by strangers are rare. Most victims know their killers, so the police don't have to look far to find the perpetrator. In fact, one of the most common forms of homicide is when one half of a couple kills the other, often at the point of a breakup. The victims of this form of homicide are usually female. Only 1% of male victims annually are killed by a partner. However, the population group with the highest risk of being victims are infants under one year of age, and the killer is usually the mother. Alcohol and illicit drugs are present to some degree in almost half of all homicides, but they rarely provide the sole explanation for an incident. Financially motivated homicide is surprisingly rare. 
comprising around 6% of all killings in the UK and the USA, including robbery and burglary homicides. Sexual homicides are even more uncommon, accounting for less than 1% of killings, but they receive disproportionate attention, especially if there's a series of sexually motivated murders of strangers. 